0: Hey, potential podcast listeners, if you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious or overwhelmed, then our sponsor BetterHelp is here
1: to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You can talk to your therapist in a private, safe online environment at your convenience. There's a broad range of expertise with BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area.
0: All you do is simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs and then you get matched with a therapist in just under 48 hours. After that, you can schedule secure video and phone sessions, plus you can exchange unlimited
1: messages and everything you share is completely confidential. Join the over 3 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Our listeners will get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash potential. That's better h e l p.com slash potential. Once again, that's 10% off your first month
0: at betterhelp.com slash potential. Take charge of your mental health with BetterHelp. And remember, know your potential. <laughs> Potential Podcast. Podcast. Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more This is Potential Picks Hello, welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks I'm your host, Ted Sokol, and joined by my co-host and fellow uh, Upcoming actor, Chris Tour. Today's episode we're reviewing the dark comedy crime drama television series Barry this is created by Alec Berg and Bill Hader and premiered way back when on HBO HBO Max now known as Max Uh, we're reviewing the final fourth season and I gotta tell you what a very unique interesting show this week we're reviewing a lot of dark shows Uh, this show had some twists and turns and my goodness what an ending Uh, But uh, Chris got me into the show a while back and uh, was really excited to tackle something very different that Bill Hader is usually known for. So Chris, give us a brief synopsis of, you know, all of Barry and, and season four, where we're at.
1: So the main premise of Barry is Barry Berkman, who is a U.S. Marine, and he's been working as a contracted hitman. He goes on to a job in L.A., and it actually finds him at an acting class by acting teacher Gene Cousineau. And he starts to decide that he wants to give up the life of being a hitman and wants to become an actor. And that serves as the main plot for the first three seasons. And going into season four, we... Uh, let's see, how should I do this? Um, and that serves like the main premise of the show. Now, before I get into kind of the plot points going into season four, this is your spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. There it is. You've been warned. You have. So at the tail end of season three, we've had this whole plot that... He did kill Gene Cousineau's love interest, who was a police detective. And this led to this whole kind of cat and chase, you know, cat and mouse chase that leads to her father, who's been kind of helping Gene Cousineau try to track down Barry. And Barry at the end of season three does get caught by the police. So that was kind of the setup for season four, the final season, that he's gonna be in jail. How's he gonna get out of this? What is gonna happen? And uh, was very excited to see how the show was going to end. I think this is one of the best shows on television. It it is such a blend of great comedy with drama with violence, all in short form. I mean, these are all half hour episodes. Every episode's been like half an hour, and so it is still comedy, but just a great acting role by Bill Hader. A great you know kind of show. This this hitman turned actor. So. It was kind of see like, how's Barry gonna get out of this, and how these characters what's what's gonna wrap up their story. So, start season four. Barry's in jail, and obviously he's very distraught. And you know, you get like your one phone call, and he's trying to call Mister Cousineau, and he's like, "Did you trick me? Was this was this all a trick? You know, he he's had this this deep love and uh, connection with Cousineau for kind of saving his life for finding him a path he never thought possible again the whole point of the show is he doesn't want to do what he's been doing he's very good at what he does he's very good at being a hitman but he yeah. he's finding this new path um, which of course lets all these other characters and Gene Cousineau on the flip side wants something to do with Barry he's frightened of Barry he's terrified that this guy is going to escape jail and find him uh, which is great and we also have Fuchs who you know Stephen Root who's so brilliant He's also been in jail. And they're trying to get information out of him. The cops are beating him to death like every day. And he also got NoHo Hank, who is realizing that he probably needs to get Barry out of jail. He wants to get Barry out to, to help him. But he starts to find out some information as well that Barry is probably talking to the cops. So we got all these kind of connections going on to start this season.
0: Yeah, and I tell you, it, it's so interesting the dynamics of everyone, um, kind of where they're at, and the idea that they are all at odds with each other. These characters, but they're also their own worst enemy because of ego and because of you know um, what they think you know they they deserve. And so I, I do love this you know seeing you know, we've got we've got Hank and Cristobal who have you know bec- um who he saved uh, crystal ball almost got killed by his uh, wife was tortured and so he like mm-hmm. saves them they pretty much take out all their enemies so they're like now like let's you know they're starting their own kind of evil you know empire their own little criminal organization but making trying to make it legitimate and I love this whole idea that they're they're buying and selling sand because sand is such a hot commodity which is so great and uh <laughs> and so they you know they're they're bringing all these different uh their enemies together and so they're they're kind of coming to the room and i do love this whole idea too with with fuchs and barry is they've had this like love hate relationship where he was kind of a father figure um Mm -hmm. but he's also kind of betrayed him he's you know he's like you know he has a superior complex like i made you and everything and and i love this idea that they're kind of back and forth even in jail and um of course uh you know all these i love that these guys are criminals but all their things never work out, especially when it comes to Noho Hank. He is trying to be this criminal mastermind, but none of his uh, schemes work. So they do try to take out Barry and it doesn't, doesn't work out Oh my god!
1: Well. <laughs> One of the best scenes. For Fred Ar- it's like, clearly you see like a few detectives and then Fred Armisen is like a detective, like a police officer in the back. He's like, uh, Barry's like, that guy's here to kill me. And I mean, you know, Fred Armisen and Bill Hader have had a long, long time friendship. They've done so much stuff since SNL and other projects. So this is a great just having him as kind of a cameo role. You could tell he is this assassin who's trying to and he he pulls out a gun and it, it goes wrong. That's a blowing off part of his hand. And also he's starting a gunfire and Barry, like, is able to get a gun. And there's a guy in the ceiling and he's just shooting him. And all of a sudden he falls through and he's tangled up in all the electric wires up in the ceiling and it was just such a funny scene because it was like, what I always loved about the violence in the show is it is very authentic, but it's done in a comic way sometimes yeah, where it can be top, quick, yeah. fast paced. And so for, you know, Fred Armisen is just, he's crying because his hand's all blown up. And then the, you know, one of the police chiefs comes in and he goes, where the hell's Berkman? So obviously this is where Barry has escaped. And you know, the, another big plot point is Gene is seen as this hero because he, he uses acting skills to, to trick this this hitman uh, to being caught. And so he's kind of seen as this, like hero figure. And even the Warner Brothers wants to make a movie about his life. They're like, we want to make a movie about Gene Cousineau. And he's yeah. not about it. He's like, no, he's I like, so I, be... I have
0: to honor the memory of Janice. And this is not. But of course, his hubris is so huge. And then they're like, so huge. we
1: could get uh They're like, we are thinking of getting... Mark Wahlberg to play Barry Berkman. And he's like, Mark Wahlberg? (laughs) Yeah. Of course, there's that always that, you know, he's always Daniel D. Lewis will play you. Daniel (laughs) Day Lewis will play you. There's always been this side of him that wanted fame again. You know, he he was someone that did acting, eventually started teaching acting, would have a few auditions, never got it. And that was a big part too with Barry is that he felt, oh, you know what? Because I did kill your girlfriend a way to kind of help you again is to get you acting roles, which he does in season three. He's like, if I get you back into acting, that'll be a fitting way to to help you. So there's this movie idea happening. Like I said, Barry has escaped. And, you know, Sally at this point too, is, you know, her show got canceled. Mm-hmm. A lot of cancel culture going on for her. And obviously being the love interest of Barry, there's all that kind of stuff happening. But Barry and her do find each other. And you at first think that Barry's going to be like, I'm so sorry. and She's like, let's go. And he's like, really? So like, you can tell she's still going to be on Barry's side. But she herself has become an acting teacher. She becomes an acting coach. So she's kind of finding a new avenue. Like you said, Noho Hank is selling sand. And this great episode in season four where, you know, Noho Hank has always been a character since the first season where he's obviously very comical. I mean, he... And Anthony fun fact Car- about Car-
0: that, he was supposed to die in the pilot. But because Bill Hader loved oh the Americans, yeah, he was supposed to, they were supposed to take He's him out the so first season. And because of his performance, he has been he has stayed till the end. And just a shout out to like any scene he was in, it was just so great. Like all his lines delivered, like I just remember harking back to earlier the seasons when he was like, Hey Byron, it's me. I'm in the sky. like, I know it's you, a wig. <laughs> And it's got this fake like wig. And I'm just like, virus me. And it's like, this is this whole character that Anthony Kerrigan has created. Just such an iconic character that not only does he blend the comedy, but this vulnerability to Hank as he wants to, yeah, he wants it's to very vulnerable. love, but he wants to, he wants to be this power. He wants to be taken seriously, but he just can't get that.
1: Break. Yes. He wants the power But he is a vulnerable character, and he is someone that has a flair for the dramatic, but that that just adds to his character. He feels like the right evolution of a Dr. Evil in that he, you know, we have kind of like the spoof of that kind of character that Mike Myers did. Seeing how we have those shows now that are taking these characters and showing 4D elements, you know, all different character traits. This is what Noho Hank, that character, represents. So him and Cristobal have all these enemies with them. And, you know, he's getting pressure again from his own kind that are being like, we need to be taken over again, not the Bolivians, you know. So he has all these guys fall him into this big sandpit. And he's like, come on, Cristobal, follow me. And, yeah. you know, it's like, see, guys, isn't it fun? It's like a retreat. And, of course, all these these guys are like, oh, my God, there's like, you know, poker going on, there's ladies, there's drinks, and so they're, they all think it's like a fun day that Noho Hank has, has set up. And he has all these guys go in there, and Crystal Ball doesn't go with him right away. And it is a sand pit that literally, they all sink into the sand, and Crystal Ball is kind of hanging on top. So all these people die. Except for Crystal Ball. And Noho Hank is able to get them out. And you could tell that Crystal Ball is is shaken by this. That he did this. He's like, they were all your friends. They were, you promised them. And he's like, look, we have to take this moment, you know, which does lead to this kind of moment between them where it's like, it's almost over. And unfortunately, Cristobal does get shot and killed. And Noho Inc. is is broken by this, but this is again that moment where this is what's going to push him to become The leader he wants to be, he has to give up his love to to do that. And then, in a very interesting episode, we jump ten years later.
0: Yeah, which I was really like in the
1: middle of nowhere, Nebraska, and we realize that Bill and Sally, Bill, Bill Bill Hater, playing Barry, Barry and Sally, have had a child, and they're living out in the middle of nowhere still fugitives from the law uh and if anyway i was kind of i kind of find it funny that sally in a way is getting to like act every day like she's becoming this other character as a waitress obviously she's a mom and they've taken this very christ-like way of living a very simple life and so they've done this to kind of keep the protection to, to run away from their problems and gene cousineau has taken the last like eight years to go find himself he has like this long hair and you know this whole movie idea he goes back and he wants to he first wants to cancel it which of course is funny then when they announce some of the characters and he's kind of dealing with all of that no hank has become this kingpin now of this new and i love he, he has this whole like Office, like this whole business complex, which was great it was a big oh, gold no, statue no no ball, ball. no and, noho ball. Ball. <laughs> and ball. Fuchs, who uh, looks like he's been through the rings of hell in jail, he's got all these tattoos now. he's in better shape, he's literally and become he gets out of jail
0: he become the fictional raven that he kept being called, which is great, yeah, <laughs> he becomes the
1: raven, and he he's kind of like a a calling card now hitman for noho Hank well when they when Barry finds out that there is this movie going to be happening. He's like, there's only one way to end this. I got to go kill Gene Cousineau. So he heads back to LA to -hmm. try to find Gene Cousineau. And this whole last half of the season was very interesting in that, again, there's been this relationship with Gene Cousineau and Barry where he helped find this new path for him. You know, he, he kind of shed him this light, but at the same time, because he's the one that fought Barry, there's now this desire to kill him. And he knows that Barry's is going to come from, and, you know, he finds out like Barry, you know, I love that scene when, you know, prior, 10 years prior, he's up in the cabin and he has the gun and he thinks Barry's coming after him and he shoots and it's his son bringing him food. Yeah, so He's even shot his son, which we don't get the apology for till 10 years later. I mean, can you imagine that? not seeing your son for like 10 years. Come back. Unless I'm, like, you shot him. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I shot you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're kind of crazy. It's a good juxtaposition between his own son's relationship who, despite everything keeps coming back into his life. And then Barry, who, yeah. you know, who has, has this like wants him to be kind of his father figure, it doesn't work out, but yeah. So he, he comes back. Cause he's like, I'm an ax in this movie deal. Meanwhile, we've got Janice Moss father, who has been really on a path to get justice for his daughter. And, you yes. know Gene's kind of flip-flop between wanting to do right but also wanting to be in spotlight being irrelevant his ego continues to get the best of him um he's like i'm trying to axe the steel and of course i do, I do love the makeup with that wig and his it's so great him and his agent and so he gets tricked into um well sorry go back to that before so what happens is Barry has come back he gets caught you're about to kill gene he gets caught by uh uh, Mr. Moss. Jim. Yeah, but Jim Moss. And uh, he finds out from, you know, torturing Barry that Barry gave $250,000 to Gene, which Gene neglected to say this. So yes. they capture, uh, they trick Gene into thinking there's this big movie deal. And it's the police, it's Moss, it's his son. And they paint this whole picture that he is the mastermind of all this. He got paid He got paid yes. off. And he
1: manipulated Barry to kill Janice yeah. to get this money and all these things. And so then you're thinking, oh, crap, is it, was this really the case? You know, we, we've seen the show from one point of view and like, this is now, now it's going to be seen, which that was very, very interesting. Yeah.
0: Very, very Hollywood. And, um, <laughs> and which is, which is great. I mean, that's kind of how the whole premise of the show is. It's just kind of an interesting look of Hollywood's perspective. So they, you know, come back, Barry's, Barry's caught, but Sally comes back with their son and she's like. Trying to stop, you know, Barry. Then she's like, "I want to turn myself in because she's feeling guilt because she killed this guy mm-hmm. that was sent to come after Barry, and because it was one of, you know, uh, one of the um, loved ones, one of the victims Barry had killed, and so she's still feeling that guilt." She gets kidnapped by NoHo Hank, who uses them to uh, because he tries unsuccessfully to kill Fuchs twice, which is so great. They buy get this rocket, shoot the rocket, miss, and, oh God, of and it goes way off and they're all being shot. <laughs> He's so like only well,
1: a budget. I thought you, you said yeah. budgeting. He's like, yeah, for like office supplies and things, yeah. not for like rockets. He's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> like, I love how it goes off, way off and I'll be shot at. Falls down this
0: this whole uh, so uh, hill. Funny. So he gets saved and he uses uh, Barry's son and wife to call the dogs a Fuchs. And there's this great standoff between Fuchs and um, Sally, and uh, so and uh, sorry, no, Hank. And there's this great scene where he's like, he really top of the vulnerability ability. before he says, Oh, you killed Chrisball." I was like, no, I didn't. That, that was uh, that was the enemies. And Fuchs calls him out. And he's like, listen, I'll call this off. You just admit you're just like me. And he's like, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden there's this whole Mexican standoff. They take everyone out. Fuchs though, in redemption, he saves Barry's son. He dives over him. And, um, Barry who's like you know going like oh he's going to like go Rambo He's style. ready
1: guns blazing and fun fact I have to do a little shout out because it was awesome in episode 6 and episode 8 there's a quick little clip where he goes to like a Walmart to buy guns. The person behind the counter is my friend McKenna who uh, I've worked with multiple times at Beetle House LA. They play Lydia uh, a lot at the Beetle House so that was a fun. Uh, they got cast in that role said it was a lot of fun improv with Bill Hader but um yeah, he's he's ready to to guns blazing, and then it was very fitting that the shootout happened before Barry even gets there. Yeah, it, it felt very Barry, so it was kind of comical in a way. But we have this beautiful moment where Fuchs runs out of the building with his son, and you know Barry's like sees his son John, and he calls him over, and he sees Fuchs kind of in the shadows, and it's just a moment of just them staring at each other. No words are said, and it's kind of a nod of like after all this time, you did this for me. Even yeah. after, you know, you were in jail, you were beaten to death all the time, and, you know, Fuchs has every right to be mad at him, but he saved his son, and then Fuchs runs off. And that's the, and we see Fuchs, we don't know what happens to Fuchs after that, but this, I just love that kind of Bond moment. And in a really romantic, kind of beautiful last image, again, we have this ridiculous gold statue of Crystal Ball <laughs> in this main entryway. No Hank, who's been shot. He just looks up and sees Crystal Ball's statue, and he holds the hand, and that's where he dies. And I thought it was a really, you know, beautiful image of just, again, even though there was the desire for power, the ego, there was a beautiful love between the two of them, and and really, and even though there was no, there was no like gay hate between the, of that situation, it was just it's it's impossible to have a love in this crime world going yeah. on. So that was really beautiful. But then we jump to like okay, you know, again Barry is trying to find Sally and John and he knows that they've been in contact with Kusuno. So he goes to Kusuno's house and Kusuno's agents trying to like he's literally trying to get out. He's like, "Okay, stay in the room." Uh, you know, he's like trying to escape and Barry shows yeah. up. And we know that Kusuno has that one gun. And he comes out and he shoots Barry like, right above the heart. And I love the literally the title of the episode is Wow. Um, Bill Hader looks up and he goes, Oh, wow. And then he gets shot in the head and it blacks out. Yep. And so Kusuno kills Barry. And it was one of those shocking moments where you're like, was Barry ever gonna make it out? Was you know, was this character deemed to live so then we have a a, a slight time jump if you will probably a few years and we see that sally is now an acting teacher and she's you know director and and her and her son are living together and things are things are good things are good she's not really ready to date yet but you know but we've had this whole idea of this movie was this movie ever made and her son's like can i go off and uh spend the night at a friend's house. He's like, sure, go ahead. And her son goes off. John goes off to spend the night with his friend and his friend's like, all right, you got to watch it. And he's like, I don't know if I'm really ready to watch. It. He's like, come on, you got to do it. You, you, you owe it to yourself to do it. So he watches this film that has been made about Barry and Jean Cousineau.
0: The mask collector, and which is such a great title.
1: The, <laughs> the <laughs> mask collector sounds like a horror film. Yeah. But, uh, it was really interesting the way they kind of filmed this this kind of parody, but it's it's taken seriously. But at the end, it paints the picture that Gene Cousineau was the mastermind, kills Barry, and at the end, you know how like a movie will say like it, this really happened. It says Gene Cousineau is serving his life and you know life sentence in prison currently, yep. and Barry and is Barry the was buried with honors. And we see John just kind of have a a tearful smile. So we're left off knowing that even for all the bad stuff that Barry did, you know, he was someone that had, you know, the show often showed these emotional sides of his trauma from the war and how a lot of that set his motion in becoming a hitman and why it was was a lucrative job for him to find acting, to find Sally, to find, you know, his... That good things could still happen to someone that did such bad things, that in the end he is painted a hero. And Gene kusuno who all he did was at first take him under his wing, thinking he's an actor, to, for him to be now serving a life. Now, the only thing I wish we had gone was I wish after that scene had happened, I wish we had one little scene of Gene in jail. Maybe him teaching an acting class. <laughs> or something, you know, it'd have been funny to, yeah, some little like, you know, would have been a funny little little tie-in but i understand they want to kind of leave you just like oh wow that's really how it ended but again the show is so good and you know i'm glad again we, you know, we just did succession this is again with the fourth season it went on its terms they knew that they didn't want to keep this going forever no they had a story to tell they knew how they wanted to end it and a bittersweet ending you know barry's been a character you kind of fight for for all the stuff he's gone through uh emotionally and physically Yeah, for him to end up dead but you know honored is a beautiful ending for his story
0: i mean what started as a black comedy turned into a tale of morality all these characters mm-hmm. uh what is morally right there's a very everyone's very morally bankrupt even from sally to her own vanity to fukes and his Ego to Gene and his overinflated self. We were all—they were all victims of their own um, morally ambiguous selves, if you will. I'm so glad I watched this. I didn't know what I was going to think when I went on this ride uh, last year. I caught up on the show and absolutely, loved it. my my wife and I—we watched it and uh, we we really liked it. So, can't recommend—not only just an amazing season and series. I'm going to give this another solid nine out of ten. Um, just great direction for bill hater alex burr alec Berg, you guys did a great job creating not only a dark comedy but a really gripping drama so well done hats off to you guys
1: yeah same here i'm gonna give nine out of ten love the story love the acting love the directing bill Hader directed the entire four season and it's just an incredible show it's one i'm gonna miss but, but glad i got to enjoy the ride and you can go back now and watch all four seasons of barry on max And this was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or
0: you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris
1: Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum and remember know, know your, your potential, potential.